Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! Off the upright! And good! He kissed it in! On the Odyssey app and 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The fan. Rashad's got me thinking about Popeye's chicken sandwiches now. Uh, hey, man, they got oh. strawberry biscuits now, bro. What? Game strawberry changer. biscuits. There's icing on top of it. Oh, boy. Awesome. Love that chicken for Popeye's. Doom, doom. <laughs> I certainly do. You know what I also love is the Masters tournament. Hello, friends. It's a tradition a, unlike any other. Very good. Thank you for being my friend. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of corny. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go back to Jim Nance. That so. was corny. Ending um, his NCAA March Madness broadcasting career, yeah. if you hadn't heard it. No, yeah, I, I did hear that, and I was like, I get it, but kind of corny. Kind of corny. Um, sentiment, man. Just go with it. Uh, trust me, I did. I, I got lost in the moment. But when, thanks for being my friend. All right, old guy. Dude has had All right, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> All right, like it's like move on, go go do the Masters for another 12 years. I don't want to get us too far off. Honestly, ha- roll him out until he's dead and then at that point AI generate his voice to be calling the masters for the next 50 years. That's exactly. all I can You can do that. Oh, nobody else enough, can match. He's made enough calls over the past 100 years that he's been doing this to where they can put together a nice package yeah. of AI algorithm it all together to get you a Jim Nance voiceover for all perfect. your sports easily can be done. Is okay, I don't want to go too far off cuz we need to talk about the masters. <laughs> but where does he rank as far as all-time great sports? Voices. Top five. I would he say just off be. the dome. I mean, I hate him, but he has to be top him, five. Him, Al Michaels, Kevin Harlan, and I know there's like some older folks that I'm you know, sure Howard people... Howard Cosell, yeah, as racist as he ended up being, still one of the greats. So they're making a story about your life. The Joe Fisher the Third story, you know, the Jordan Schultz story. Who's... You have to pick any sports media, you know, voice. Who who's that? Who is that for you? Well, I think I'm going with the guy that we heard in the open, baby, Gus Johnson. You 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 you're telling me that that movie won't just have the blood boiling, getting you going the entire time with a really good soundtrack behind it too? Some ACDC Thunderstruck. I don't know, man. That's a hard one for me. It's I'd a prob- good one. I'd probably have to pick. 
No, I would not take Gus Johnson though. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> really? Come on. That's that I love me some one. Gus, but to commentate like to narrate the movie? Yeah, no, that's a little energy. Is a... I might go the uh, ear ear biter, Marv Albert. Oh, that's a good one too. I might, uh, yeah, I might, I might choose him. That might <laughs> yeah. be my pick. I'm one because I was there. Just gonna go goes like... Joe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm going good old losing JR. his V card. <laughs> uh, good old Jr. for me. <laughs> Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Jim Ross. There yeah. we go. Oh my God, Rashad. Yeah. You don't got the... do it. Don't do it. Don't quit. No. Yes. Don't quit that job. You need the money. What the hell is the meaning of this? Yes. That's awesome. Come on. Yeah. I, I guess uh, can I, that'd be great to have multiple commentators throughout the movie, mm-hmm. you know, to set the mood for each scene. That'd be great. That's cool. Act one, act two, act three type thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. I get it. Oh, God. Oh, I'm watching uh, Phil Mickelson walk down the fairway at the Masters. Who's Why are you the only one that gets to watch the Masters? Like, we're, what's wrong with the TVs in here? I mean, that's isn't that kind of like the ongoing thing with this uh, uh, studio? Yeah, ESPN Plus has the featured group where you can watch. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you have a remote for this TV right there. Do I? Mean, I? This, no. Oh, uh, you're Rashad. talking Rashad. Yeah, I always Rashad watch this one, one, though. I always turn this way because this way, if I look at this one, I can't see... Jordan. So at least yeah. if I'm here, I can listen to you and, and I can can't still see, me. see. I get it. I get Phil it. walking down the course, looking good in his live gear, and you can see his junk. Ugh. Oh my god! Wow. Go ahead, Phil. You Congratulations, can. buddy. You can. Yeah, that black. Yeah, the black's not doing him any favors. I mean, I mean, maybe buddy. it is. Maybe it's getting him a couple dates after the uh, after oh, the Masters today. Oh, they're looking. The Masters, though, it's been uh, quite the weekend. Uh, where do you start? The the weather has been insane. There was trees falling all over the place. Luckily, no one got injured out there. But my God, it was like a battlefield. Like, trees falling down. Uh, The rain came in multiple times yesterday. They had to start, stop, start, stop. Um, And then Tiger Woods, he's been out there. He made the cut. But, I mean, it's it's hard to think of the biggest story from this entire weekend. But what I think it is, is right now at the top of the leaderboard, you have a dude from the Live event, the Live Tour, who is leading the Masters right now, which I can't imagine the PGA Tour is too stoked about that. But what I have been trying to do my hardest over the last year and a half since this whole Live Tour stuff has started is when it, when it gets to golf and these dudes on the course playing golf, that's the only thing that matters. These are the, some of the best golfers in the world. I don't care what tour they're on. When they're at the Masters playing... This is what what you want to see is the best of the best against each other. And that's why I love it. That's why I, I want Live Tour to completely crumble, fall apart, so everybody can come back together and there can still be this, you know, tension, the good versus the bad in the tour, these guys that defected versus the ones that stayed. But right now, drama at the top of the leaderboard with Brooks Kepka. I believe he's uh, 12 under par at the moment. Jordan, I don't know if you got the leaderboard handy. 11 under. 11, 11 under. And then John Rahm is right behind him at nine under. I yes, and then it. Victor Hovland, uh, no, the Norwegian from my from my homeland, he is at eight under par, and he had a great stretch this morning uh, on uh, the third round where he had like four birdies in a row to get himself back in it. But dude, the drama with having not only a live player but Brooks Kepka, who four time major winner has had a hell of an up-and-down career the last few years, and now is at the top of the leaderboard going against John Rahm, who is one of, if not the best players on the PGA Tour and in the world. 
This is exactly what I hoped for going into this weekend as far as giving me something compelling going into Sunday. So I'm going to be completely honest with you. I kind of forgot the Masters was this week. Hey, I did. Don't... E- hey, Easter is the hierarchy, okay? I, well, I mean, sure. But uh, I just, with all you mentioned, there's a lot going is on. Is Joey this week. in the studio going on. anymore? Okay. No, he's not. I he do have to tell should. you, I had to buy like last minute Easter stuff at like 10 o'clock last night when he wasn't looking. He went to the bathroom at the grocery store and I went through the self checkout, bam, 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 grabbed like five, six things for his basket. That's how much Easter was on my radar. I <laughs> am so glad that my little dude's 11 now. And, uh, so and where he does not care about a basket <laughs> anymore. Last I was, year. I was damn close to just saying, screw it last night. Like, you know what, son? It's time for a talk. Last right. year, my mom got him a you basket. You ain't getting a basket tomorrow. Seriously. Last year, my mom got him a basket. that had like a basketball in it. And it was like a Frisbee and some other stuff. It was like this cool little young boy's basket, right? <laughs> and he was kind of like, what am I supposed to do I gotta- with this? I got a great Easter story for you, but sorry. Let's I, hear it. No, that's it. Well, my mom was just fantastic with the Easter, um, like any holiday, you know, Valentine's Day, we would always get something cute. Easter, we would get great baskets, and I will never forget one year, and I hate myself to this day because these these Pokemon packs that were like Japanese, like authentic Pokemon packs, she put like 10 of them in each of my brother and I's, well, no longer, but I had a stepbrother at the time, uh, my brother and I's Easter baskets, and we ripped them open. I have a feeling where this is going. And now each of those packs is probably worth, you know, five, ten grand each. Like Not I, thinking I, anything about it. I could pay for a house now. I could buy two Teslas if I wanted to. All because of that memory that I have on Easter Sunday opening, you know, these ridiculously, you know, nominal packs at the time, but end up being ridiculously expensive Kicking collector's items. Oh, big they... time. Well, it's better than your brother your brother keeping them, and then you got rid of them, and now he has multiple he Teslas, and money, he's, you know? yeah, like, what if he kept his cards and you didn't? That Boy, is really crazy. That'd be a tough you're, pill you're to swallow wrong. there. But, uh, so, yeah, clearly Master's not on the radar for you, Rashad. No, 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 I'm not, wouldn't say that, you know, because I'm going to get home and I'm going to be cooking, and so. And there is something uh, about. be on TV, yeah. There's definitely something about Sunday Masters yeah. that, like, even the most casual fans like, oh, yeah, I'm turning that. Yeah, absolutely. You wanna, like, I don't I, care what happened Thursday, I'm tuning in Sunday. You know, I can remember the first Masters that I actually watched. It was Tiger Woods' first win at the Masters, and I was in eighth grade. And I think I remember they they got rained out or something like that, or maybe they tied and they had to play again on Monday, which was like unheard of. So this is yeah. like ninety seven. This yeah, yeah, it was yeah ninety ninety uh, ninety six. Oh yeah, ninety seven at this point. And uh, watching Tiger Woods win, I remember like man, that was crazy to watch the black guy or the black and Asian guy uh, win. And then after that, Tiger Mania, Tiger everything. Like you know, just to watch that trajectory of him kind of explode as um as a golfer as and as a commodity, you know, in the world of like um sales and everything. It was really crazy. Bro. So yeah, I've been I've been watching parts of the Masters. So I I try to watch at least the last round. I'll be honest, I'm not the golf enthusiast that Joe is over here. So I'm probably not gonna watch the rounds on Thursday and Friday. But Sunday, you're talking about last round, final round? Yeah, I'll probably that'll be on TV for most of the day. Uh, also, just some context for that um, 97 round uh, that you were talking about, Tiger Woods. He won by 12 strokes. 12 oh gosh. strokes, dude. Like, that is... He was like 20. That's going into a Sunday, and you're watching that. You're like, yeah, this is over, like, from a, a competition standpoint. But I'm going to watch this, because this dude is 
amazing. I don't know if we ever saw a more mediocre, mediocre rise than Tiger Woods. Like, as far as when he started, rocket straight to the top and just didn't look back for, what, it took him 15, 16 years before he actually, his body started breaking down because he was just, how many times do we hear about a golfer just being too strong, hitting the ball too hard? Like, that wasn't something that we ever heard. You know, oh man! You know, I mean, when I Jack play on Saturdays, the ball so hard it, that he hurt his back all the time. When like, I'm on the tee box, it's definitely that floats around from time to time. Those kind of things, like wow, strength. How how can you hit it that far? Those are definitely some things I hear from time to time. But yeah, you light up the top golf with uh, your pings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, loud ping. Fisher was not bad off at the tee yesterday with the driver. I will say that hit some absolute bombs. But to go back to uh, you know, I guess some better golfers. Tiger Woods and whatnot. Isn't that golf, though, in a nutshell? Like, we talk about Masters, Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, Victor Hovland at the top of the leaderboard, and it always comes back to Tiger. And it's like he is he is that itch that you can never scratch, but you don't want to. It's like it's, it's a drug watching Tiger Woods out of the tournament and major any tournament. It's, it's unreal. And quite honestly, I want to talk about him next because he made the cut. He played his round uh, yesterday, his round three, finished it, and then he withdrew from today's action. Mm -hmm. So he will not be finishing out the Masters, but I do want to talk about his performance and just what what this weekend means again to Tiger Woods compared to the rest of the golf world. So I want to get into that next. Text in 503-864-6FAN-6326. We'll get into that next right here, 1080 Fan Sports Sunday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. All right, a little Masters talk here on your Easter Sunday. Rightfully so. How old is Phil? Oh, late 50s, I would assume. He's got to be older than that. 
No. No, he's not. He's not in the sixes yet. <sighs> I'm gonna guess. Uh, Joe's Phil looking was up in right his forties when I was in my teens. I'm going fifty-four. Rashad, what's your guess? Joe's looking it up 62. right now. Sixty-two. No. 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 What, how old do you have to start being uh, to be to play on the seniors tour? Oh, that's, that's where he question. Uh, so I went fifty-seven. You went what? Fifty-four. And Rashad, you went 62. Old, old man. He's fifty-two actually. Boom. And Thank boy, you. he does Come not. Again. I mean, he looks. <laughs> he's looking a little bit older than fifty-two. Aging like well, that live money. Ages like milk. He he didn't put that live money in the bank. He used that to pay off some debts. He's had a stressful well, he life. He used to, it for tighter pants. He needs hey, to do some like cryotherapy or something to rejuvenate himself because yeah, he looks old as f. Um. He's probably dying his hair, too. He's definitely dying his hair. Tiger Woods, though, dude. Like, let's be real. I'm going to name off some golfers, and Rashad, I'm, I'm, don't, you know. Don't try to, don't, number one, I don't like when you try to play me like well, that. Well, I was going to say, you're probably not going to know half of them. That's rude, because I probably they're good. will know most of them. I'm saying them because they are good Say a golfers. name. Say a name. They are good golfers. Uh, Justin Thompson. I know Justin him. Thompson. Justin know Thomas. Him. You know him. I know him. Kurt Kitayama. Okay, well, that's where you <laughs> Well, honestly, I didn't even know who he was until like a month ago, but he's been playing some great golf. So these names, I'm going to name them for you. Justin Thomas, Kurt Kitayama, Jason Cockrick. You also have Kevin Kisner. Know that name. Tom Hoagie. Corey Connors, who just won last week at the Valspar. And Rory McIlroy. You know what those golfers have in common? Uh, what do those golfers have in common? Those um, eight of them, I guess. Jeez. What they have in common, Rashad, is that they did not get to play a third round of golf at the Masters this weekend. They suck. Well, Rory, I know Rory they suck didn't make the cut. The, yes. So <laughs> They all missed the cut. They sucked the first two rounds. Justin Thomas is, that's more disappointing for me, monetarily-wise. I, uh... Took him in my gambling pool, and boy, that hurt. Well, I guess anybody that took Rory also, that's hurting also. But those are some great golfers on tour. Okay, Tom Hoagie, he's been playing some great golf. Like I said, Kirk Kitayama this year, he has a win on tour. He's been playing very well, did well match play earlier this year. So when you have Tiger Woods, who has now tied the record at the Masters for cuts made with 23 cuts made in a row, mm. and... You have Rory McIlroy, who is, quote-unquote, the de facto face of the PGA. He wasn't even a topic of conversation this entire weekend, Rashad. Like, not mentioned once from when he teed off. I did not have any inkling of what he was doing, what was going on. Again, Justin Thomas, who's one of the better iron players on tour, he usually plays phenomenal at the Masters. I think they said over the last two, three Masters, he had the most green in regulations and most fairway in regulations as well. But basically these are dudes that are in their primes in golf. Some of the, you know, youngest, whatever age, their bodies are in the right shape, right form. And here you have Tiger Woods with crab meat for a leg. And he's playing on plantar fasciitis. His back is fused for the last 10, 15 years. And the dude makes the cut and then if you saw him yesterday, Rashad, he was out there, like, struggling. The cold and the wet, the damp rain, it was getting to him where he was limping and where it was, like, him withdrawing today was the right choice. But it goes to show that even when he's not at the top of his personal game, he is still better than half the dudes on tour. At this age, with everything he's gone through, it's 
unbelievable. And he forces forces other players to raise their game. Yep. You have no choice. Tiger Tiger's playing? Okay. I guarantee all these guys are wearing their best stuff. They're putting all their best foot forward because Tiger Woods is here. That means more cameras are here. That means more fans are here. That means everybody's here to see what we're doing. So, yeah. Do you know what the top story on ESPN is right now? Uh, Tiger Woods withdrawing. Tiger, that's the that's the number one story. The second one is Tristan Thompson <laughs> among two Lakers added. Kepka up by two entering the final round of the Masters. So Those are the top go. three stories. Tiger Woods injury is the number one story on ESPN right now. The last day of the NBA uh, season, Tiger Woods withdraw- withdrawing from the Masters today is the top story. That's the Tiger Woods effect. Well, and that and that goes to show kind of like the both worlds where I go into this and I'm like, oh, top story is definitely the live golfer playing and the best golfer in the PGA. Like, that's me. But it's funny. It's like, well, no, it's the rest of the world. It's like it's Tiger was in the tournament and he just withdrew because his body's breaking down. And what does that mean for the rest? Like, it's so, oh, what is happening with the leaderboard? Oh, well, whatever. But the leaderboard is secondary yeah. at this point. It's, it's just Tiger. 2023, then, man. We're still in the, this mode. And it's the Tiger Woods effect. Yeah. There have been so many athletes over the course of our history. And we, we'll just keep it like local and just keep it like immediate over the past like 20 years or so that just transcend the sport. They themselves are bigger than the sport. LeBron James has become bigger than the NBA. He's the biggest brand in the NBA. And that's with Seth, uh, Steph Curry being as amazing as he is and everything. LeBron James is the golden goose of the NBA. When he's not playing top story in the NBA, LeBron sits another game. Top story ESPN, Tiger's not playing, Tiger's out. Brady's not playing, top story. Brady's Brady's out. Brady's well, I don't tired, know if LeBron sitting would be big news since that happens probably every other night in the NBA now. So Much like Tiger withdrawing now isn't big news because he does this often, right? He gets hurt. He's something something like that. He's not playing as well, doesn't misses the cut. Top story. Tiger misses the cut. And if it weren't Tiger, it'd be the cheater that the Lakers signed to pair with LeBron in Tristan Thompson. So there See? you go. Cheater! Wow. So I, I'm, I I'm so never going to not take I'm, shots I mean, at Tristan. They all know, do it. We, they all do it in the NBA. We, they all, most of them sleep so around. We know, we, know who his, we know who his girl is. I'm cheating too. Oh, wow. I mean, I wouldn't there. have started that one to begin <laughs> with if we're just going to derail the segment. I wouldn't have I'm even got, saying. that would have been a one and I'm done. Just it's like, why do you even start that relationship? Chloe's, yeah. Chloe seems cool. Oh, totally. She seems yeah, cool. She, Down to earth. Yeah. yeah. She looks just like her dad. All right. Her dad. Hey, babe, you kind of look like Robert Kardashian. I oh no, I was thinking her other dad, a real one. The juice, yeah. The juice is loose. The juice. You haven't heard the stories. Oh, I've heard heard the story. Yeah, the The juice juice is is definitely. Listen, listen. There's no way. Have you seen Rob Kardashian? I've seen his hologram prior prior to his passing. Rob Kardashian was five foot five, five six. Yeah. Chloe's a center, a power forward. There's no way. Yeah, and how how tall is Chris Jenner? Five four, five three. I mean, you gotta Kim, look. You gotta look at the uncles. Kim though, five first. five, all of them five five. Even the other, even the Rob Kardashian, the son five. Chloe is six foot three. If both Rob Kardashian and Kris Jenner, if neither of them have brothers or sisters that are taller, I buy your theory. I totally buy your theory. We'll have I to look that up. We gotta look that up. Have but I'll th- buy it. Have you heard the um, the Atlanta Falcons OJ theory that if like basically. 
The Bills, if they win, win or lose a game the year before they draft OJ, a certain game, then the Atlanta Falcons actually have the first overall pick, mm. and they choose OJ Simpson. I had not heard that. Yeah, it's this oh. whole kind of rabbit hole, like basically butterfly effect. That if the Falcons drafted OJ Simpson, he never meets Jessica none Brown Simpson or whatever, and oh, and then yeah, none of the, and then the Kardashians never become famous because then Rob Kardashian doesn't take the case. <laughs> hey man. OJ is not going to Atlanta because OJ was not a big fan of black women. He like he's a he's a he's a white woman type of type of guy, and Buffalo was perfect for him. Dear God, what is happening on this? Yeah, this segment Sunday? just went off. What is going my, on? That's this probably Easter my bad. Sunday. That's my man, bad. Look it up, man. Dear Lord. All right, um, we got a half hour left here. And More OJ talk? Kidding, kidding. Yeah, favorite type of OJ? Pulp? No pulp. <laughs> No, no we'll uh, we'll figure it out for the last half hour here. Sports Sunday. Text in if you want. What uh, what, what are you eating on this uh, Easter Sunday? What are you doing on this Easter Sunday? Because quite frankly, I don't want to do anything besides watch the Masters. Really, so let us know. Text in 503-864-6326. Sports Sunday. Uh, Jordan Schultz. That's right. Sports Center update. Listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right. I want to bring this back to the NBA here for this uh, last little half hour, at least this segment. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we basically know which teams are going to the playoffs. And we know the Blazers ain't one of them. That's for damn sure. But is there a team in the uh in the West, East, doesn't matter. Are you rooting for anybody in the playoffs? Is there a player? I mean, are you guys a um, <laughs> are you a fan of like, mm-hmm. hey, I like this player, so I just want to see him do well, like Giannis or Embiid? I mean, do you have? Are you throwing your hat into anybody's ring here? Uh, Killer, sweet. I mean, I, I was gonna let ring an endorsement. I actually uh, do. But. I mean, no. I guess uh, you know what? For anything more than anything, I guess I'm rooting for the guys that that haven't got a ring yet. The guys that we're waiting for, like there's a few of those guys that are still in that playoff hunt. It's well, a that's bunch like of them. The top five seeds in the East. Bud, well, it's so you need to choose also one. a top the top five in the West. You know, you're talking about Paul George. You know, finally potentially getting a ring. You're talking about Jokic. Uh, Jokic. You know, finally being able to put his name on a ring. Man, you're talking about Chris Paul potentially finally getting and a chance. We're, to, we're good on that. I'm not. I'm not. I know. Again, they're looking I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm a Chris Paul. KD, man. I'm a Chris Paul fan. You know, it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm good with any guy who's a point guard, an actual point guard, who wants to get everybody else involved. Um, obviously, man, Jimmy Butler on the other side. I'm a. You don't know this about me, Jordan, but I've always been a big James Harden fan. Okay. I I'm one of those people that when I see people get disrespected for I'm not gonna say for no reason a lot of times, but for no reason like it's. It's tough for me not to like get behind that guy. It's like, man, I'm I'm pulling for you. And quite frankly, after that whole Brooklyn situation, he probably endeared himself to some fans a little bit more by getting out of that. Yeah, because people are like, oh, James around. Harden, he wants to go to another team. What a head case! Everybody like, blamed well. him for everything. <laughs> like, you know, oh, Brooklyn but was a mess. He was yeah. pulling the, those Houston teams to the conference finals. You know, he did that a couple times, and uh, you know, averaging thirty and also averaging ten assists. You know, while he's doing like nobody was doing that. So now for him to go to uh, to Philly, and everybody said James Harden fell off last year. He's like, bro, I'm going to go to a team and chuck up 30 shots a game when I have a dude who's the front runner for the MVP over here. That's that's selfish. That would be selfish basketball, you know, for him at that point. Come in, I'm going to take seven, eight shots less. 
I'm going to make sure Embiid gets the ball. And what do you know? Embiid is the leading scorer in the league. James Harden is leading assist guy in the league. So, yes, I'm pulling for Harden. I kind of want Embiid to win as well. But outside of that, like, I don't know if there's another team that I'm, like, actively, yeah, I want the Warriors to win again. Well, and let's, no. be, let's be real. If the 76ers did win it all, you know the narrative would be spun with, like, you know what, good for James Harden. Like, the dude's been through, like, there would it would kind of come to like a uh, fruition, like a just like, you know what? He's been doing this for a long time. He's been on some Houston teams that got damn close. Embiid is a stud. He's been on some Sixers teams that have gotten damn close. Couldn't get out of the second round. Kawhi Leonard ripping their heart out of their chest. So I think it would be, I don't want, I've said this before, I don't want Eagles fans happy. So if that means the 76ers win, that means there's some Eagles fans that are happy out there in Philadelphia. And I don't want that. So therefore, I'm pulling for, well, the Kings in the West. I feel everybody's rooting for the Kings in the West. And if not the Kings, the Nuggets, give me Giannis and the Bucks again. Mm. I'd love to see Giannis get another, honestly. Um, to go to your point, Rashad, I usually hate on James Harden, but you make a point. He's got a much better supporting cast with the 76ers now in Embiid and a young Tyrese Maxey. I mean, who who are his next best options other than like Eric Gordon back? It was like Luis Scola, Carl Landry. A very then they tried. Then they tried Chris Paul. Exactly. He and that, got, mind you, yeah. Chris Paul don't get hurt. I think they beat that Warriors team at yeah, that point. You know, remember that's... they were up and Chris Paul don't get hurt. Maybe things are different. They tried Westbrook. Clearly, that didn't work, you know, for them. Dwight Howard was probably his second best overall running mate. I don't think they gave Trevor time. Ariza a long enough run there. I they, like Trevor Ariza. I think he's a, he was a great compliment at the time. So, of all those guys, I, I think Harden's probably the one that I'm still rooting for the most to finally get his ring. Um, and really quickly, I agree with you, Joe. I'm a Kings guy, or at least a DeMontis Sabonis guy. I was a heavy, heavy Arvita Sabonis fan as a kid. I, I, lo- I mean, I was in on Sabas, oh, number 11. Goodness. Yeah. The, the passes behind the back, over the shoulder, no look. Could have been the best center in NBA history if it weren't for injuries and if political. If it weren't for him starting 10 years later after he got drafted. Yeah, yeah. and political differences in the in the league and, and between countries. But his kid, DeMontis, is somebody that I wish the Blazers could have gotten on the cheap. Oh, yeah. They could have gotten him on the damn cheap four years ago, oh, but boy. they missed out. I still want him to have success. Here goes Jordan again. I, I Jordan, get me going on a Ma- Mariners, Blazers, yeah. it's There's a certain chord that gets struck with him. Watch this. And that beat, those beats per minute skyrocket. <laughs> King Felix is one of the greatest pitchers to ever go. Stop. I you know what? Yes, he is, but unfortunately <laughs> oh he allegedly drank himself into oblivion. Allegedly. What? There there have been there's you go on the internet storyboards, you go on there's been many rumors about Felix Hernandez having a problem with alcohol. Well, when he got and, I've heard, and I'll tell you guys some stories off the air because I, I, I have some information that I can't just throw out there. I can just, you know, say be this. Be irresponsible and tell everybody right now. No, I'm not okay. going to be irresponsible. But what I will say is that there was a lot of untapped potential there with Felix Hernandez. Oh, and and he just didn't give. Uh, he gave the Mariners organization all that he had, but not quite all that he had. Well, when yeah, he got that offensive that uh, supporting cast, I wouldn't. I'd probably be hitting the bottle as well. That's for sure. When uh, I'm, uh, maybe opponents to two runs, one run a game, and we still lose the game. Yeah, I, I'm probably becoming an alcoholic at that. point. Well, there too. was near the end of his career, there was the injury <laughs> where he fell down the stairs. Um, oh, this yeah. was documented that he fell on the stairs and had to go on the injured list. It was because he slipped because he was tipsy. Uh, and in there, yeah. It's like you're a professional pitcher, bro. See, you, Step your game. Look what you did. You, you, did. you struck a chord. <laughs> you struck a chord. You know it's like you play me like a fiddle, you two. All right. So I'm, yeah, in the West because I don't really like any teams in the West. I mean, rightfully so. 
being in Portland. I, I, I like Sacramento because we just don't see it that often, if ever, them in the playoffs and this good. And then, yeah, I got a couple of homies that are um, Ben and Cody who were with us right. the other night. They're Nugget fans, and Ben has been clamoring for the last however long Jokic has been in the league that he's the best center ever. And he's <laughs> he could potentially be the, the he's done some things over the last few years that back that up. But um, like the Nuggets, that is a team I can get behind and root for. I like Mike Malone as well. And Blazers have had, you know, that series a few years ago in 2019 where they were trading punches back and forth like that made me like the Nuggets more just because they're a gritty team. Um, and then, yeah, so Kings, Nuggets in the East, give me the Bucks. 76ers would be cool, but not that cool because, again, no. Eagles fans. I, I'm a, I should also say this. Uh, I've also been a huge fan of Paul George. Uh, speaking of almost, almost having DeMontis Sabonis, there was a point where the Blazers almost had Paul George. And because Kevin Pritchard was screwed over by the Blazers, he was like, no, not sending him from Indiana to you guys. We're good. We're going to keep him here. And then they eventually send him to OKC. So and that is Paul Allen's fault. Yeah, and that was petty ass that firing was, KP. You know, but, thanks, Paul. But Paul George is, if you think about two way players in the NBA, guys that are great defenders and also great offensive players, PG is right in that top ten, top you know eight guys in the NBA that can do that. So he's and also he's a, you don't hear much from Paul George. He just plays basketball and and that's about it. So he's another one of those guys I would love to see be able to finally get a ring, especially if Kawhi is all the way healthy. And I know he's in our uh, hour one open, the whole bad shot, but there was a time, I don't know if it was last season or year before, but I started to just kind of pay attention to Paul George a little bit more. And what really won me over is how he just acted with the media and the press, like after games, like you look at Kevin Durant, his post-game interviews, NBA on TNT, just hood up, not answering, pissed off, moody, sensitive, like always. And then the next night or, the, you know, two days later, they have NBA on TNT and Paul George is on there with the postgame uh, interview with the guys. Thoughtful answers, cares, you know, addressing each dude by the first name. And I was just like, dude, that's not even anything that has to do with basketball. That's just being a person right just there. Just being a good dude. KD and, is openly about, I'm about basketball, smoke weed, and video games. That's it. Yeah. And so just like when I saw Paul George, again, the series with OKC, Clippers, whatever, say what you want. I just start. he started to win me over. I'm like, he's a good dude. All right. He's not a bad dude. And it sucks that like I kind of want to see him have some success and Absolutely. him getting to the Western Conference Finals that year with the Clippers, I was happy for him. And also happy for him because remember how we drug him the year before? Yes. Because he was terrible because he had the one three-point shot that ricocheted off yep. the side of the backboard and yep. he melted down and had some, some missed free throws down the stretch. And, oh, Paul George, oh, he's ass. I knew he was. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Paul George is One nice. of the best two-way players in the league. He's nice. And so, yes, he's one of those guys. And, again, I don't know a lot of people – that say much like Dame that say, man, I can't stand Paul George. I've only right. met a few of them, and it's usually after he he kills us in some way. But I haven't met a whole lot of people who's like, bro, Paul George is overrated. Yep, true, very true. And uh, I am one of the bigger Kawhi fans that you'll find. So I, I guess I'm also rooting for the Clippers a little bit as well. Man, but the, the, the silent assassin, literally silent, doesn't say. I don't think I've ever heard Kawhi speak. <laughs> yeah, that, that's if you want to consider those words. Yes, yes. Um, man. NBA playoffs, though, I'm with it. I love the NBA playoffs. I'm I, one of those guys that I love the first round. 
I do, because in the first round, sometimes you'll get some competitive games, especially that four five matchup is usually a really it. good a really good matchup. That three six matchup can be really and good let's, too. Let's be real, we're all on the same page. That first round definitely doesn't need to be um, seven games. Best of five is what it needs to go back to. Yeah, it. I that was a money grab when they did the extension, but I, I don't mind it so much. And especially now, if they're going back to this, they're going to this new CBA, and you're putting in a mid season tournament and everything like that. Playoffs needs to go best of five. Best first round. First round, yeah. Just first round. That's all I care about. First round. You know what I mean? There's no reason for us to see a one seed beat up on what could potentially be a 10 uh, seed. Uh, Guys. all I got to say is I got to see the Bucks and Bulls go go at least four games before I, I know. I will step in and say that it is pretty important, though, to organizations like the Blazers, even to the Milwaukee Bucks, to, I don't know, the Indiana Pacers, if you're in a first-round series, to have that extra chance at a home game. I understand that it's a little bit boring for the fans, but that goes into business, and I really do think that that extra, you know what, couple hundred to a half a mil, you know, possibly a mill that you could generate means way more to those teams than it does to the fans. And I hear you. It does mean more, but also what are we talking about here? A couple extra hundred thousand million dollars, whatever, like for one game, like in the grand macro view, like, okay, that's one game where we get some extra ticket, you know, merch. Well, you're and, you're you not know. thinking of how cheap these owners are paying like their game day staff. And I, I mean, I, this is like going off a of Mariners fan bitching there was a former owner that bitched because he didn't want to pay Hisashi Iwakuma's tra- uh, translator for like 75 right. grand a year when he's paying the pitcher 18 million these are how these idiots at the top sometimes think. they well yeah you're so right they need that cash they see an opportunity for an, for one extra game and they're licking their chops totally I can see it yeah I don't understand like I mean maybe I would much rather see better basketball you know, in five games as opposed to knowing that game one doesn't matter because we're going to be able to go back to our home court and steal, like, yo, like, best of five, Urgency. all these games matter. Urgency, All these please. games matter. Yeah. That's what I want to see. All right. Got one more segment here on your uh, Easter Sunday, your Masters Sunday here for you on Sports Sunday. We wrap it up here next on 1080 The Fan. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, I got a, I got a bone to pick with Easter. Wait a minute. A bunny or a bone? A bone, just a bone. Okay. Is, a ha- is ham the best we can do? What? Like, is ham, mm. what is the quintessential Easter meal? Like, I, I got this in the oven and I'm pulling it out. Like, is it ham? Because I feel like we can do better than that. Ham is the, I think it is the quintessential. Uh, if, if turkey is reserved for Thanksgiving and Christmas for some people. Um, I How think, about a turducken? I think ham. The turducken. Boom. I think ham is the one. It's relatively Inexpensive, depending on where you get the ham, or True. you get the honey baked ham, and you Very might true. spend a hundred dollars. Oh, honey baked ham, so good though. You know, but that, uh, that glaze though, <laughs> yeah, that glaze. You know, although you can make the glaze yourself, but there's something about honey bakes that's just a little bit different. But yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that it definitely is ham. Now, here's the cold part, and you guys are not gonna. I'm not really a ham guy. You're not a ham dude. I don't. I don't mind it, but I don't like love it. Well, okay. If you are getting like a sandwich at a deli, or you're making a sandwich at home, what's the go-to meat? Turkey, turkey, ham. Yeah. I got um, ham in the fridge. See, I am a ham dude, and yeah. I, I love, 
I do. So it's kind of specific in my house. Thanksgiving is a turkey day, but Christmas, and if we are doing an Easter dinner, are ham days. So we we don't do two turkeys in the winter. We do one turkey and then one ham. Well, I I always ask my mom to do the ham. I I Googled quintessential Easter meal, and the first link I get says 36 festive Easter dinner menu ideas, and then in parentheses, yep, there's glazed ham. Duh. So yeah. I think it's just like the, it's I the go-to. I think it's just the ham because for me, Christmas is prime rib. That's usually oh it's, it's dinner God, time. You're right. That's that's usually the the, the Christmas you know meal. And uh, so yeah, so turkey, prime rib, ham. So you know, poultry, lamb, beef. Oh, I'm a I love love lamb. a rack of lamb. Is there? I'm a big rack of lamb guy. Is lamb a thing on Easter? Yeah, I, I, can, so. I say you can, can we do better because I feel like it's just uh, it's 2023 and we're still doing ham. Yeah. Like we we got to do better. All the crazy s we're making on the internet that shouldn't even be food or shouldn't even be a meal, and we're still like coming up with ham? turkey is mid. Well, I mean, know, if you see if you smoke is. a turkey, it is. You if just got to bro. Uh, listen, just, Joey. Joey was not a turkey fan, and then last year we did something with him. My dad cooked something some way for Thanksgiving. I think he smoked it, and Joey was like, "That turkey this year was turkey on is, point." Turkey is mid. The only reason it's because it can get dry. You can make it dry. I only do fried turkeys now. So for Thanksgiving, and I've talked about this once before. Fried turkey, yeah. I get a Popeyes turkey. Oh, Popeyes makes a turkey. Full circle, man. Start talking about Popeyes. And now this is how we end the show. Wait, Popeyes. Popeyes makes a turkey. Stop it. It comes. It's already. It's fried already, but it comes frozen. Put it in your oven for two hours. Oh my god! You've got a Cajun turkey, and it's moist, and it's seasoned all the way through it's kind of spicy and everything like it's my favorite thing to get during the holidays Ooh. now here's the cold part it's 50 bucks i don't care but i'm telling you like it's one of those turkeys like i have family come over and i hide it so this way nobody's eating this turkey <laughs> i'll put some of it out right you hide the turkey absolutely nobody's getting it's like a cd at best buy you don't want someone to buy you're oh, you hiding put a, it behind, put it behind some country stuff <laughs> And then come on, yes, it's still here. Well, this Thanksgiving might be a lot of like your your house was shot at my house because oh, that, that sounds bomb. No, absolutely. So you guys are more than welcome. I, like I said, I've I can't remember the last time I actually bought a turkey at the store. Like for the past like maybe five or six years, it's been call Popeyes, reserve a turkey, go pick it up, and I'm telling you, it'll change you. My fat kid. Like alarms are going off I'm so hard you, right now. Imagine, I love this. Imagine if Popeyes made like baked chicken. Oh my god! That's what it. That's the. That's that's what it's like. Collab. We need a collab between the two. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we need a sponsor here on Sports Sunday. I'm saying. You already that's know. A, that's, I'm here. That's great. Just a I'm food sponsor. It, but I don't know what's it. So what is? I'm curious. And make this might be a cultural thing. What does Easter or Thanksgiving look like? You know, at the Schultz household. Um, usually just a family dinner. You know, we got. Because my parents are divorced, so it'll end up being at one of the parents' houses mm-hmm. and, you know, normal dinner table setting. Um, I, I guess you guys eat I, at the table? Yes. Yeah. Wow. At least for, for Thanksgiving and then Easter, you know, we've got like the snacks out like we would for every holiday. But then we'll do a meal, you know, about two, three in the afternoon because that's dinner on these holidays for some reason. Dinner time. That's Because we'll nap time is at five. Hey, exactly. we, we, got, we got texts in on this. Let's we'll, hear it. we'll end the show with some texts here. Prime rib for every holiday, someone says on the text. I'm not Love mad you. at it. I'm not. I'm either. not mad at it. I just keep the horse riders away, please. What? Oh, really, dude? You're not Come a horse guy, man. Joe. No. no. 
Um, someone texted in, I told my mom I'm not going to dinner if we are doing ham or turkey. So we had decided to do a Chinese spread. Traditional holiday spreads are dead. See, this okay. is what I'm saying. It's 2023. Like, we can be better than just ham and turkey and roast beef. Uh, ham is timeless. Have a few slices, then leftovers are sandwiches. Also heard about the Popeye's turkey. It's legit. It's legit, man. And ham is great. Like, the turkey's great for next day. So I'm a sandwich guy. Now, that's the one. The sandwiches are my favorite Yeah, food. the leftover so, turkey sandwiches after Thanksgiving, that's... So I make mine a little special. I put some, uh... Mac and cheese on it. Put some oh, greens oh, on it. Yes. We, we need to. We need yeah. to. Where's the clothes music? There like we go. need to get done. I am so damn hungry now. No, we yeah. do need to get. Uh, yeah. We are, so to, are, okay. Are, do you guys cook? Let's get the f out of here. Do you okay. guys cook for these holidays, or is it strictly family? I will usually do a side. I do have to coordinate with my sister uh, because. I hadn't talked to her in a week, and the plan was to go over there today, but they got a newborn. Like, last thing you're trying to do when you have a four-week-old is cook an Easter dinner and everything. So. Yeah, usually um, mom or dad or stepmom will handle the main stuff, and then wifey and I will bring a what side about, dish. What about you? I'm, I'm, I'm in the kitchen, bro. So Thanksgiving, go. I got tired of taking plates home and stuff like that. Like, my own man, let me get an extra plate of this. So I said, you know what? Make my own food at home. This way I don't have to worry about... Not having food at home once it's nine o'clock and I'm hungry again. Damn! Now I can't wait. Now I actually kind of want some ham. Man, <laughs> after Jeez, go get after kind of ripping on ham for the last. I'm doing uh, fried 10 chicken minutes. today. I'm not doing any uh, <laughs> any ham. Okay. Well, whatever you're doing, whatever you're eating, whoever you're spending it with, enjoy your Easter Sunday. Enjoy your Master's Sunday. Happy Easter to you. Yes, most definitely. Jordan, Rashad, Joey, myself, all the Portland, Vancouver listeners, wherever you are, have a good rest of your Sunday and thanks for tuning in to Sports Sunday. Catch you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 